bad families in movies, I get uneasy anyway. Yeah, because you know how good you got it. I guess. What do you mean you guess? Of course you do. I reckon. You've got it friggin' made in the shade. I mean, who else has a number one with a bullet podcast out right now? With a bullet? Aside from you. Number one with a bullet. Does that mean? That's like the slang that all the hipsters use from back in my day. Number one with a bullet. Top of the pops, baby. Yeah. (laughs) That was my Austin Powers. That was not bad, actually. It wasn't great. It was okay. Corn Talks. I am Emma Tuss. And I am Brandon Tuss. And today is a little different because due to the fire content we're about to put out, we cannot find time for a tea. And not to mention, there's been a major tea drought lately. Yeah, so where has all the where has all the tea gone? Everyone's inside. Did they, you there's know no what they tea. dropped it in Boston Harbor. They must have. That's history. Yeah, that is. Boston Tea Party. Familiar with it? I am. You are definitely on a mission today. Like, I'm throwing jokes at you left and right, and you're just all focused. Because they're not very funny. Oh, man. she <laughs> And you know what? She ain't lying. Yeah. All right. So you said we have some fire content yes. to deliver today. So what oh. is said content? Okay. So um, on our previous episode on Wednesday, we discussed field trips and everything, and we sort of got on a tangent into which PE. we've been known to do yes we kind of we have adhd both of us we do I it's think. amazing i love it it's crazy shout out to all our peeps yeah <laughs> yeah all those adhd homies out there we love you we love you Share but it. um stop it basically we're gonna be doing our like a little fun share of our pe timeline because oh, we man. did our field trip and our crush timelines so we let's did. get into our pe because PE is a big part of growing up. It is. And I have a feeling that a lot of people have horror stories around PE. I am going to share some horror stories today, but also I'm going to share some very positive stories because I loved PE. I'm very, I mean, I'm hugely athletic. Yeah, I have some, I have some fun times, but for the like most part, it's kind of just like negative, scared, like really like nervous. All right. So why don't you go ahead and lead us off and then I'll bounce in. I'm starting? Okay. Yeah, I think so, because everybody wants to hear from you. They don't really... I'm background noise at this point. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. I don't feel <laughs> too bad about it. <laughs> so why don't you shoot shoot from the hip with whatever you've got on your list? So let's go back to a time when gym was fun, and okay. when you would look forward to it, and when people would still say, oh, it's like my favorite subject, not like lunch or English. It was PE is so much fun. Yes. And it was back when I was a child in Wisconsin in I went to Roosevelt Elementary School. Shout out Roosevelt. It was actually a really cool school. It was pretty rad. It was. Do you remember what the mascot was at Roosevelt? Uh, Rough Riders. No no clue. It's. I think it's the Roosevelt Rough Riders. They were like Teddy Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, oh, and the Rough Riders. Oh, that makes sense. I, we should have been a bear or something. Yeah, totally. But you're gym teacher? Oh, man. Okay, that's what I'm getting into. So um, at, uh, at Roosevelt, we had the best gym teacher ever. 
Um, Gunderson. Mr. Gunderson. We're going to name drop here. We are, totally. We got to get mm-hmm. Mr. Gunderson on here. He was a good friend of your mom and I's and amazing phi ed teacher, and he was by far the rock star of the school. He yeah. Had, he had, you know, handsome, good looks, and he got the kids running around and having a ball. And he was witty, and he knew me. So he like he knew you, and yes. so he was he would pick on me, but like in a nice way. Totally, so you I were got one of his I got favorites. extra attention from that, which is cool. Love that. And I may not remember too many memories now, but I have some special ones. But as for like interactions between me and Gunderson, I'm not super sure on it. It's kind of foggy. It's okay. But um, I I mean we had you know those little scooters, the squares with the wheels, oh. and you you just roll, and then that one kid's fingers yes. would get just mowed down. I was the kid that would mow down the fingers. Oh, nice! So you purposely went out of your way to <laughs> no. maim children? No, of course not. No, oh, okay. But it just sort of happened. Collateral damage. It's it's just like you're you're on the wheels and you're not paying attention to other kids. And first of all, get your hands off the floor. True, like, your hands heck? clearly go on the scooter. Yeah, clearly. Now, in your experience with those scooters, did you? Were you on the scooter and someone pushing you from behind or was it you just scooting along? Usually it was a one person thing. So you sat on it and you just used your feet to just like scoot. And I don't know what game we even played or maybe it was just like fun. It was called run over kids fingers. I think is what it was called. Yeah. But we'd we'd go on like a circle formation and we, that would the whole gym class. And then we do, um, oh, a very special game. This game is very like just deep into my heart and it's called... Ghostbusters. Yes, you teased this the other day. Uh, I can't wait to hear about this. This game was that it was so exhilarating. I can't. I want. I. I want to chase this feeling that this game gave me. Like basically, they turn all the lights off in the whole gym, so you only have the lights from like the the doors out. And he'd put on like a fun like light in there, and he'd set mats up standing, and there were probably like three three ghosts and sorry, no, three uh, busters and then be like, we're all ghosts. So we'd like, we'd have like a certain, like one of those like meshy shirts on to be like, oh, I'm a ghost or I'm a buster. And he'd put the theme song on for Ghostbusters and the, it, the hype was so real. It was so hyped in there. And then I was always a ghost. I was never a buster because I was like not the fun job. So you had to like chase them around and get their like, their flag or something. But I, I just wanted to run and like hide behind the mats. It was so much fun. And then the theme song was like such an extra thing because it was such like a, a bop. It was so groovy. And that like is still very much like just like when you close your memory. eyes right now, can you picture yourself in the Roosevelt gym hiding behind a mat? That excitement you get when somebody's trying to chase you or I can or still catch hear the, the waxed floor. I can oh, still hear yeah. it. That's it's, a. That's an incredible, that's an incredible game. I think I remember you talking about that even way back then. Like yeah. you were just so excited about that game. Is that, is that the number one game you remember the most that you love yeah. to play? And there was other ones like we would do um, jump rope competitions or like hula hoop and that was sick. Oh my gosh. Gunderson did this thing where he'd have like a hula hoop and he'd like throw it out in front of him and it would come back. Yeah. And I don't get it, but 
it came back and it was like, he'd be like, oh, my little friend's coming back. We, we were all so shocked. It's magic. It's it, teacher yeah. magic. Is it just like the vibrations? Yeah, you, that well, the you just hoop? spin it. When you, when he throws it, he spins it and then it, it's then it coming towards you. God, yes. Science. I, but as a kid, you're like, what? Yeah. Like, how is this happening? Oh, man. But then we do um the big parachute. Oh, everybody the loves the parachute day. And the, the cat and the mouse game where the one kid who was the cat underneath underneath the big parachute and we're all just sitting there like doing the wave thing and he'd suck someone underneath, like grab their feet and then we just go off like that. I don't think I ever was the cat, but I think... Man, you didn't get to do I anything. I wasn't really right? noticed. I'm just kind of the most like unmemorable kids ever, but it was so fun to participate. Yeah, we loved it. Did you ever put, um, did you ever put like uh, foam balls onto the parachute and do popcorn? Like popcorn yeah, we the balls did. Oh, in the I air. forgot about that. We did do that. Or do like the hot box where you guys all go inside the... Yeah, and it would like, it puff up in the middle so it's yeah. like rainbows. Yeah, it's oh like rainbow in there and then somebody would inevitably cork one off and then... <laughs> why would, that's why I called it hot box. Why did they, why did they stop the parachute? I don't know. I, well, we know why they got rid of things like dodgeball. And things like that. Oh, but I don't know about they the got rid of that. Well, it, from what I understand, did you play dodgeball in every, elementary school? Like every single year of my life, I've played dodgeball. Even in middle school. Even in Krav Maga, we played dodgeball. Just piling people, hitting yeah. people. We used and, to play. You know, what we used to play dodgeball mm -hmm. with volleyballs. Oh yeah. So that's the thing. We have we we use foam balls. So oh, nothing okay. hit. Nothing hurt. But um, when we'd play, it would be pretty intense. I'd do the thing where I'd be like, "Oh, I got hit." Pretend I got hit and walk out and sit. Because if you're the last person on your team standing, you're like, you're over. Yeah. One of the rules that we had when I played, and I played, I played dodgeball. We called it Soak'em. Played Ooh. dodgeball all the way up through high school. And one of the rules there was if you were one of the last two people, then instead of the half point line at a basketball court, you would get to go to the free throw lines on either end. Mm. So it shortened up the court because what can happen is if you're at the midline and there's only one person left and they're sitting way back in the corner, it's harder to hit them and they have less reaction time. So when it got down to the last two, it, the, gym teacher would yell free throw line and then oh. came the peppering and I always remember there was always that one that one like timid girl oh. who would sit there till the end and then it was like rapid fire and she would just get peppered at the end and then we just reboot and start all over again I am not fond of dodgeball I think yeah. it's a form of torture well pretty exciting not dodgeball for me but in elementary school I probably broke at least three pairs of glasses playing kickball I remember oh, getting yeah. blasted in the face by a kickball once and my glasses just shattered, which wasn't good because you can't just go and get another pair. It took some time. But I also remember we would do um, classroom competitions outside for PE and they would break us up and we would have kickball tournaments. Kickball was such a big deal for us back then, whether it was indoor kickball or outdoor kickball. I just remember those kickball and Sokum as being the two biggest games that we played a lot of and we enjoyed it. There was another thing that we did in elementary school gym class. Did you ever do tininkling? Oh, I hated tininkling. We did that in middle school. Yeah, it was kind of, was that the kind of bamboo poles yeah, and you had to dance. You, you couldn't do bamboo because that was like a, a lawsuit waiting to happen. Oh. So we had like a like big long like rubber elastic. It's like a big rubber band between our legs. So we went from bamboo to rubber elastic and that's the demise of our country right there. Yeah. Yeah, Taninkling was, we actually had to do dancing too. Did you guys ever do dances? No, but we had gymnastics and okay. that was the worst. So from like, I think from elementary school up until middle school, um, gymnastics has been my most dreaded thing like dodgeball whatever i'll sit out but when it comes to like 
with that, they watch you try to do a handstand. And I have a fear of handstands. I'm scared I'm going to roll back and break my neck and die. Is it a situation where you get up in front of the whole class to do a handstand? Basically in eighth grade, I was like the one kid who couldn't do a handstand. So I was the last one to go and they all sat and watched oh. and as she tried to grab my ankles. God, it's, it's so Homes- traumatic. Homeschool did you wrong. You didn't get a chance to learn a well, handstand. I, I wish we would have known this. I did I did gymnastics in elementary school, moving back to elementary school. Okay. And um they would have the whole gym be covered in mats and you just go one at a time down the mat doing like Whatever you want. Some kids do the pencil roll the whole way there, which isn't gymnastics, but no. it was like for the kids who couldn't do anything. And then they'd army crawl sometimes, which is also gymnastics apparently. For me, my my like crazy point was when I learned how to do a forward roll. And then I did those everywhere I went. Like even on the carpet downstairs in the house, I do forward rolls everywhere. Because it wasn't like endangering my neck or anything. My True. friend, my friend Chris in Maryland was a crazy gymnast. He still is a crazy gymnast. Like, he's really talented. So he'd be the one kid on, like, the vault and, like, the bars doing all this crazy, like, flippy, spinny stuff. And I'm just kind of like... He's just really good at getting his nose close to his butt because that's what you do when you do flips and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, it's also like a lot of, like, height he would get. Like, everyone would watch Chris do his thing and I'd be like, damn. I always thought it would be amazing to be one of those people who could just run and just do a bunch of flips and, like, handsprings and stuff. I have never been able to do that. Imagine, like, the training practice of, like, yes. all the millions of times you fall and almost break your nose yes like i watched a thing on youtube and it was like close calls for gymnasts like, like oh, for like gosh. gymnastics and stuff because like that because like for trainers they have to be watching all the time because if they land wrong they could die it's true so i saw this one this girl went flying with like her neck fully ready to get snapped and he caught her like abdomen and snatched her from the mat it was crazy and i'm like dude thank you for your service right yeah <laughs> no kidding that's you gotta amazing. be you gotta be really paying attention. So no like no Spotify and anything like that like that's while you're for watching. sure. That's for sure. Yeah, I was trying to think of some other elementary school memories I had around gym class. I just know that our gym teachers were awesome. Gym teachers were always the rock star of of the campus in elementary school. Even in middle school, not so much in high school, but it felt like elementary school PE teachers were like the favorite of everybody like everybody yeah. loved and there wasn't a lot of people and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are like I never liked my elementary school I never liked gym at all I mean I get it I started getting afraid of gym when we transition to middle school yeah and this too. is where the conversation tends to take a darker turn because that's when um locker rooms were introduced yes. and you had a change and for me I didn't get like the the sixth grade, seventh grade thing. I had the, just the eighth grade. Right. And you it were was, reintroduced to public school yeah. in eighth grade. And thankfully, I was not insecure about changing because I'd been to camp. That's all you do in camp is sure. just like you don't really care anymore. So thankfully, I wasn't like nervous. But a lot of girls were. They'd go to the bathroom and change. And like, I get it. Like, it's uncomfortable. But for me, like, we're all ladies here, you know? Yeah, but you're also in that awkward time where your body's changing. And the last thing you want to do is get in a room full of 20 other, you know, people of the same sex and just drop trow and start putting on clothes. I mean, the worst part for me was we had to shower after every gym class in middle school. Like you had to shower. Yeah, we not. And so that. you're sitting around, the water's cold, you're just getting in there with a bunch of nude dudes and you're like covering up because 
you just don't like the way you look. And good God, I freaking hated that. I'm so thankful that I didn't have to do that. Like I wonder if I they did, still do that. Do you think they still do I, that? I don't think so. Something I, tells me they probably just Clorox wipe their pits and move on with their day. There's like one shower in our locker room in high school. So like yeah. th- there's not a whole lot of that because I think there was so many complaints. And I honestly think that one kid hated it so bad. He grew up, became a gym teacher and was like, hey, bored. Let's stop the gym showers. Yes. And then he saved us all. Some brave leader fixed that for everyone. He stood up to the masses and he, changed it he forever. He said no. He also got rid of dodgeball. He did not. And because of that, we are now forever a world of participation trophies. So yeah. thank you very much, Mr. Whoever you are, or Ms. Whoever you are. Yeah, seriously. Well, I'll tell you what. For my gym class in middle school, we had to swim, if you can believe that. So we would... And I grew up in Montana, so there was times when it was like 10 degrees outside and the middle school didn't have a pool. So we had to walk up about two blocks to the high school gym and use their pool. And the pool has since been, you know, covered over. And now I believe it's like a, a, a wrestling area. But back then it was this really subterranean dank pool that we would go in and there was a women's locker room and a you know, a men's locker room, you'd go in, you'd change into your swimsuits and you would have to swim. And I did not know how to swim. I'm talking like seventh grade. That's crazy to think that right now, but I didn't know how to swim. So what I would do was to try and get around that was I would sit in the shallow end and walk across the pool as if I was doing the stroke. So the PE teacher would shout out backstroke or he'd shout out, you know, breaststroke or whatever it was. And I would be walking the whole time, but I would be using my arms and faking as if Mm. I was doing it. Well, he caught on to me and he noticed what I was doing. So he brought me up to the deep end, made me try to do the strokes up there, of course, because I'm such a, just a huge pile of muscle. I sunk like a stone and I started panicking and thrashing because I couldn't swim. So he pulled me to the side and I just remember him having me do like dunks, you know, when you sit on the side and he put his foot on my head and was pushing me down underwater with his foot. Can you believe that? That's crazy. That's crazy. That that was what kind of went down around that time. So here's another thing that I think is very interesting. That same pool, for some reason, they thought it was a good idea to put the sort of like starter gate stand, which is like this, basically what a lifeguard sits on, on the diving board and make all of us seventh graders or eighth graders climb up to the top of that and then jump into the water. So I had never been on like a high dive before and plus I couldn't swim. So I was deathly afraid. So here I am sitting in line and you're just like dead man walking. You see like eight people in front of you, then seven people in front of you and you just keep getting closer. And as I got closer, my anxiety continued to spike. And then before you knew it, I was like, I was like the second one up and I had my hands covering myself and I am peeing in my, basically my shorts, deathly afraid to go up there. And instead of me saying I can't do it, which probably somebody would have made fun of me or they would have thrown me in anyways, I just went up and did it. And it was the scariest thing I'd ever done up to that point. And I was thinking to myself, that's a traumatic experience for someone. You're basically, you're, and thankfully nobody knew that I was, you know, urinating in my own hand, which sorry, listeners, that's a gross image. But it was like one of those traumatic moments where I'm like, dude, never again, never again do I want to do this. I mean, I will throw dodgeballs at people all day long. I'll play soccer. I'll play softball. I'll play flag football whatever it might be, but get me out of this swimming pool ASAP. Yeah. 
That's not great. No, middle school gymnastics, middle school gym, not my favorite thing. High school, on the other hand, I really got back into it in high school. How about you? Did you have a, did you have class in high school? I did. I had one, one quarter, thank God. Just one quarter of gym. So what else? Yeah. Basically you had one semester of a class. So first quarter was health. Um, second quarter was actual gym. You're changing and bodies. H- high school gym was a breeze. Like, um, we we never did anything super embarrassing. There was one time we ran the mile, oh. and that wasn't great. But it was like I had friends though, so it made it easier, and we had plenty of time to change. Like, um, Miss Whitley, my gym teacher, was actually like really nice about it. She she took it easy on us, thank God. Um, and then after like our, I guess our pacer test or whatever, we kind of just got really simple with it and we just did like our own thing. So I played badminton like every day. Badminton. Now see, that's something we never got a chance to do in my gym classes. That sounds like a lot of fun. Did you ever do any like, um, did you ever do any like rope climbing? Did you have to climb ropes at all? Not in high school. Okay. But only in in, in elementary school. Elementary school. Yeah. We used to do the rope climbing stuff. Did you ever play like crab kickball? Are you familiar with crab, like crab soccer, I should say? Crab yeah, soccer. Yeah, that was awful. Where you I have to like crab that. walk and kick the ball. Oh my gosh, that was the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. Um, any other games you can think of off the top of your head that you remember or any other fond memories you have of gym class? I can just imagine the people out there right now thinking, oh my God, I've got some crazy story. Um, that's just That's just insane. And another thing, another like traumatic middle school experience that I like have a hard time forgetting. I'll lay awake at night and think about how embarrassing it was. But basically it was like my, my like sixth time running the pacer in my life or whatever. And it was going pretty good. And I was, I was with my friends and everything. And I, I tripped on my friend, I think like on her shoe, the back of her shoe, she got me. And I went like, I hit the floor and everyone was already on the other side, and I was just sitting in the middle of the floor, and I was just like, didn't know what happened. Like, I like just blacked out. I blacked out because it was so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I remember standing up and being like, huh? And then as they ran back, I sort of like followed them back, but I was like, I almost cried because I felt so bad. Like, I was blaming myself for falling. I, I, I told her, I was like, and I think maybe, maybe she stepped on my shoe and tripped me. But I thought that it was my fault. So I was apologizing to her for falling down. It was, it was a whole thing. That's funny. You know, we didn't do a pacer. Like this whole pacer thing is such a, an anomaly to me because we never had to do anything like that. We did like presidential fitness. We had to run the mile. We had to do certain amount of sit-ups, certain amount of push-ups, but we never had to do that, that pacer. And if I'm not mistaken, for people that don't know what a pacer is, you're basically running the length of the gym and you have to make it from one end to the other before you get beeped or timed out. Right. Yeah. And then the more you, the the more you get into it, the faster those beeps come. Yeah. And there are some kids who go up to like the maximum, which is like some, some in the hundreds, but it's, it's really awful because if you, if you stop running at each beep, like, your body doesn't know what to do. So it kind of shuts down a little bit. So the the hack is to just run in a circle and wait for the for the beep to come again. Basically. So they never stop running the whole time. Some people will like they'll run and they'll like they'll like jog in a circle, then run back and then jog a little bit. So they're not like stopping. Because if you stop, you might lose your like 
your, flow. your stamina. Yeah. Because yeah. because yeah. my my thing was I would go and I'd be like, <gasps> and then I'd I'd, I'd stand. I just could stand there and then I'd probably tighten up and then I get more tired and it yes. was like, but I never like as a girl, we didn't have it. The high expectations that guys have guys have a much higher number they need to meet, which is kind of wrong. I feel like it shouldn't be that way. Everyone should be equal and have like 15, <laughs> but, but for girls, it's like, yeah, get like, get like 30. And if for guys, it's like, get like 60 and it's like, dude, what? Like, that's like not nice. Yeah. That's not fair. Are you are you glad you don't have gym class anymore? So so glad. And I remember someone like recommending that I take like like a another PE class, like a like a women's health fitness class sure. in high school and I was like no, I'm okay. Yeah. No. N- absolutely not. Like I I like not having to be sweaty and bright pink in my classes. Yeah. And it's also like you're kind of forced into certain activities you don't want to do. So if I don't want to do something, it it kind of ruins the fun of it. Sure. Because back when you were a kid, it was like, I want to do everything. Like you didn't, you, you weren't as self-conscious. And yeah, then, there's a lot of that. A lot yeah. of self-consciousness goes into, like your own self-consciousness goes into... PE. Like when you think about PE, when we, if you go back and rehash all the awkward moments we spoke about on this pod, you'll realize that a lot of it has to do with you just being in a time of your life where you're ultra, you know, conscious about the way you look and you think everybody's looking at you when most likely they're probably just freaked out just as much as you are. They're just playing a a little bit more cool or more confident. Everyone's scared, but the kids that are confident, mostly the, like the, the jock guys yeah, who are confident, they have the most fun in gym. They love gym, but they also make everyone else feel like garbage because yeah, they're like doing flips during the pacer. Right. Well, they, like, and they go to, they go to practice every day. So they're really just a, an extension of gym class all the yeah. time. So they just look at it as a, as a way for them to kind of strut their stuff, show off a little bit yeah. all the while, you know, just, just punishing the other kids in the classroom. There, there was like, this, these like three guys in our class that always hit on this one girl and they would just flock to her. And she was a, she was older than us. She took gym like a year or two after. So she was like to. a junior or senior yeah. in high school so she not, was in so freshman not, gym. Yeah. Cause, Fun. Cause gym is for freshmen. Yeah. So as like an older girl, all the guys were like hitting on her and picking on her a little bit. And I, I just remember being like, thank God I'm not hot in freshman year. Do you think that gym should be required for more than a quarter in high school or do you think it's pretty good where it's at? I think it's perfect. I think a quarter of of that is so good because it gets the credit out of the way without all like the long-term effects it has in someone's brain. Yeah, it's true. Because for a lot of a lot of kids who aren't like interested in running and have asthma like i have a i, I had a friend I, I i have a friend who has asthma and she's an inhaler for it and everything and one day she forgot her inhaler and it was the mile day and i was like oh jesus so you left your inhaler at home on the mile day you're just you're just running the whole time and then we also do like some um stadiums where you like run, like run up and up and down the stairs and the bleachers. Yeah. And that's super scary for me because the bleachers are stressful. I thought I'm going to fall down on them or something. But she had an, like an asthma attack thing. I had to sit out. And the gym teacher was being super like not kind about it. And I think they may be taking it too seriously. Yeah. Like they're like it's not 
that important. It's yeah, just... Yeah, there's, there's probably a part of me that feels like the gym teacher had probably had enough and tried to make an example of the poor kid who forgot their inhaler yeah. legitimately because you can only imagine, as a gym teacher, you know that today is the day we run the mile and, oh... I forgot my inhaler. You know, not saying your friend did that, but I'm sure that that gym teacher has heard it all. And a lot of times they do take it very seriously. You know, what's interesting when you were talking about running stairs, that used to be a punishment in my gym class. Mm. Like if you got out of line and got in trouble, he made you or she would make you run the stairs for 10 minutes. And that's exhausting. That's like climbing a mountain over and over and over again. And that was, there were some kids that had to do that the entire gym period just because they were messing around the whole time. We didn't have punishments, but I remember one time this kid, won't say his name, but it rhymes with Byler. Mm, Okay. (laughs) um, Skyler, gotcha. Yeah, 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 for sure. Skyler. And, um, what was funny was something happened. No one really saw it, but the teacher saw it. And you hear this like echoing voice, like the scream from the teacher at this kid. And everyone left the gym. And you just hear like her howling at him. And no one knows what he did except for him and her and probably his friends or something like that. But I remember being like out of the gym, like listening in, like, what are they talking about? What's she screaming about? Like, what did he do? It was that bad. And I guess I'll never know. You guess you'll never know. But Maybe they were just having a lover's quarrel. Maybe they were dating. Gross. It happens, doesn't it? No, I hope not. Oh, I don't know. Ew. There was a thing. There was a teacher at Lake Norman who like had like a 16-year-old girlfriend or something oh. online. I didn't even have a 16-year-old girlfriend when I was 16. You had like a, a 14-year-old. I, oh, 15, I actually 15 never 15 had girlfriends, really. Really? Well, sometimes, but that's for another time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that gym class, I think all in all, as we wind down this discussion around gym class, I think we both agree there's some great memories there, and there's also some not-so-fond memories there, but we do value the importance of activity, getting outside, moving around. It's good for your body and your mind. Yeah, definitely. Yes. All right. Well, let's transition into some insights. You got any uh, delicious insights to offer up our listeners as we head on into the weekend ahead? Yeah. My insight for today is this kind of like weird, but just do a yoga class quick. Oh, tell us about that because now we're transitioning from gym class to yoga. This morning I did a yoga 30-minute session that did a meditation for 10 minutes and it was really, really nice. And I like... I felt refreshed and prepared for the day, like more ready. There he is. Clarity, right? And um, it was like really helpful because I, I had gotten up, I had really bad dreams last night, I had really bad nightmares, and it was like not a super good like morning start with that. But, you know, after I did a yoga session, I felt much better and more productive and less like grouchy, I guess. So just go on YouTube and look up like, like yoga session or meditation session and just like sit in silence and just like listen and just breathe. It really helps to just breathe sometimes. How many times a week you think you'll do it? Uh, I think we're doing three times a week. Three times a and week. And I, I meditate every single day though. That's nice. Yeah. And do you, I, are you I, using a specific app for your meditations? Uh, Calm app. Oh, nice. And they also have lovely sounds and they have um, sleep stories like nice. Matthew McConaughey read me a story and it was great. Oh, all right, all right, all right. He's great. Yeah, but he he's is. like up close. I don't know. I it's feel you. Something about it. Yeah, but that's good. So your your insight for today is just, you know, 
do a yoga class. Just breathe. And yoga is not just laying on the ground, like pretending to sleep, right? There's no, actually it's like, movement. It's, it, like, it's pretty rigorous. Yeah. And this is coming from a person who's only done yoga a couple times in his life because it hurt. And I also run every day. So that tells you exactly that the difference my body is. I'm not as pliable as I should be. And I should be doing regular yoga, but I just limit myself to a few stretch sessions after I, I run every morning. So yeah, because it's, it's, it's kind of intense. Like That's some, a, some pose you have to hold yeah. and you're like, okay, I, I'm, you get like the shakes, like the wall sit shakes and your legs are like all jittery and it's like, oh God. But then after you lay in that like dead person position and you're just like, okay, I can nap right now. Sure. It's very fulfilling. That's a very good insight. Thank you for sharing that. My yeah. insight today would be wherever you're at, if you can get a chance, take off your shoes and socks and just walk through the grass. It's such a fun feeling to feel that between your toes. Now, I know there's maybe some people listening that are like in an urban environment that don't have access to Greenway like we do. But if you can just go out in your yard and just basically roll up your pants or put on your shorts and go run around in your bare feet in the grass. I love a nice, fresh turf of grass. Just watch out for pine cones. True. Everything here is so green right now. Like definitely the latter part of the spring, we're moving into, you know, uh, today's the first day of May as this is dropping. So, I mean, it is crazy to think that we are already done with April, our first full month in the quarantine. Um, obviously we started in mid month in March. So April is gone. We're moving into a new May. Happy May day, everyone. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a great month. Things are starting to move forward. And my insight for the day is just go out and run that delicious grass through your bare feet. Although Emma wouldn't probably do that, would you? I don't like like outside. You're not a big fan of bare feet. Well, I don't mind it just like in the grass. Like I don't know something about it like seems Afraid dirty you might step to me. on a jack squishy. Well, I don't know. I just I like it when I'm like in the water in the ocean or in the sand. Like that's that that's a better texture for me. But the grass is like I'm I really like I don't know an issue yeah. with it. I do love the beach. Beneath your toes. Yeah. That's super fun. Beach is good too. I like the sand and like it's all warm. All right. Well, any other final words before we uh, send ourselves off for the weekend? Um, I don't think so. Just like live your dreams. We love you here at Corn Talks. Yeah, we absolutely do. And if you know someone who could benefit from these ramblings, we'd say share it because we would love to... Continue to bring more of these. We're going to keep doing this as long as people keep asking us to. And then when they tell us to stop, we'll probably double up and do even more. Exactly. That's just how we roll. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Bye, Emma. Bye, guys. And Brandon.